West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting from the studio of eloquenceonline.net. And for over 10 years, this is how we start September. Conference quality information with a little bit of earth, wind, and fire, and no expense report. And so here we are, final quarter of the year of our Lord, Lord Anno Domini 2019, and I have been paying attention to the back and forth between the credit unions and the bank trades. And so I take to the air today to, um, to say nobody cares, and yet I'm going to talk about it. Go, I go up to any lobby of any bank and or credit union anywhere in America and ask a customer or a member owner something. Oh, what do you think about the latest kerfuffle between the uh, bank trades and the credit union trades and the Reg CC and this bit of legislation? And people are going to say, never heard of it. That is not why people have selected those brands to do their banking. Today, it is truth bomb time. It is a final quarter of 2019. Open your eyes to a credit union or whatever the thing is called. Did not start this year. It started at GAC 2018. And it is an unqualified failure. Because CUNA, advocacy, yes, marketing, awareness, um, what else, imagination, originality, no. You have taken money from credit unions and credit union vendors again and tossed it into an echo chamber of your own professionals. Folks, people do business with your brand. People do business with their local Olive Garden, not all the Italian restaurants in America. People do business with ABC Community Bank in somewhere, Texas, Republic thereof, not all the banks in America. And to try to convince people that they need to open their eyes, first of all, it's condescending, and you know it. If you walk up to somebody and say, hey, man, open your eyes. The first thought is, wait, did I bump into you? Did I step on your toe? Did I grab your luggage off the turnstile? It's condescending. Oh, wow, I want to open my eyes to a credit union. What's that? Well, go to this website called yourmoneyfurther.com or .org. I don't even know what it is. I haven't been. Wait, I got to go to a website? Can't you just tell me? No, 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 just go to Your Money Further. What does that even mean? I don't want my money further away from me. Locality has trumped technology. Locality is the sole survivor in the American marketplace. Football season starts this week as we're recording. It's, gonna, it's, it's already started, last night's game, Thursday night game. John Bratsakis, the president of the Maryland D.C. Credit Union Association, explained this to me better than anybody else, analogy-wise. He said, 
for instance, I'm a, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He said, you root for your team, not the NFL. And that's absolutely true. You go to your favorite bank or you go to your favorite credit union or whatever it is because it is near you. It's not a political decision. When was it? It was 2005, December 2005. I first wrote a letter to the editor to the Credit Union Times when there was still a Credit Union Times. I think Paul Gentile was the, was the um, editor in those days. I don't, I don't even hear about the Credit Union Times anymore. I, I, I don't drink a lot of milk, so if they're you know, listed as missing somewhere, I, I don't know it. wrote a letter basically suggesting that at the leadership level of credit unions, there was a political dynamic at play that was decidedly liberal. I mean, a not-for-profit financial collective does not sound like talking points of the Republican National Committee. It was only an observation, and I got ripped for pointing it out. I'm a historian. My tagline, history is. I talk about the history that is happening right now, the rumors that become the reality. And I get ripped for telling the truth? Well, fine. Folks, you go look at the next, if you have time, if you are that bored and, and that disinterested in productivity, next time you see something from Your Money Further or, or CUNA or whatever, just go to the website or go to the tweet and check methodically every all five or six people who have liked it. They all work at credit unions. They, are, they all already know what a credit union is. Their eyes have already been opened. And so what's the point? Why even do it? However, if you dig a little further into their tweets, you will find, as I have, um, people that have a decidedly uh, non-conservative political point of view. Folks, that's fine. But outside of Madison, Wisconsin and Washington, D.C., there is an entire other upper-middle-class, middle-class America. And when it comes to these little, you know, spy versus spy, you know, bank trades versus credit union trades, and can't we all get along? Real Americans don't care. And you need to figure that. You, get, you need to get your head and your rear end wired together about that. Make loans, get paid back. Be in business forever. I think the only people that benefit from these trade wars, <laughs> in this particular case, you know, the ABA and the Community Bankers Association and the Independent Communities Bankers Association and NAPQ, and I haven't seen anything from CUNA about this. I don't even know if they're even uh, what they're doing. Now, they're too busy telling people your money further, further, further. I mean, I know Dan's busy this weekend, Dan Berger, up at the NAPQ Congressional Caucus meeting. Interesting thing to be doing because there is a political dynamic to credit unions. When you have a tax-exempt status, a tax-exempt status that is bestowed upon you at the will of the American people, hence their lawmakers, it does make sense to do that advocacy. But Dan, why don't you call out some of the trades in the credit union marketplace? You can call out the ABA and those guys all you want, but it's the credit union trades that are doing the most damage to the credit union marketplace right now. Now, maybe Dan has too much class to do that. He won't call out CUNA by name or the Cornerstone League or the California Credit Union Nevada League who are losing millions and millions of the member owners' dollars. 
but somebody should. We need some grown-ups in the room, and Dan Berger's a good guy, and he can say what he wants. It's a free country. But almost all organizations and brands and businesses are done in by apathy and irresponsibility internally. In the Iowa Credit Union Association earlier this year had a political ad saying that the banks wanted to, this is an exact quote, the banks wanted to kill the choice of Iowans. That's right, kill. I know why some people do these things. It's because you never served in the military. You never fought in a war. We have to create our own conflicts. We have to show that we're in the game, that we're warriors for the cause. Well, that's fine. You want to be a warrior for the cause of banks or credit unions? Start by doing the best for your individual brand because all of this spy versus spy, credit union trade versus ABA trade is meaningless to the everyday customer. It absolutely is. Nobody cares. The only people that benefit are the trades themselves because it has absolutely no material impact on everyday Americans that are doing their banking in the marketplace. And you can say, well, it will when this regulation happens or that regulation happens. Regulations, the banking might be the most heavily regulated business in the country outside the flight industry, the airline industry. And guys like Dan are right to point out, look at all the fines that were levied on some of these big banks. But Americans don't remember that. And banking was heavily regulated back when these things occurred. And it is the natural course of people that live in northern Virginia to say, oh, well, we'll fix that by more regulation, hence all the advocacy. Well, like I said, that is a necessary part of the business. And it just amazes me that we keep turning back to regulations to fix an industry that got broken when it was already overregulated. I mean, come on. Am I the only one? Am I the only clear thinker left in the room? It's fun for all of us to talk about. Your customers don't care. But I defy you to find a person in banking who's not in banking, rather, just an everyday customer or member owner, and ask them, what do you think of Reg CC? Or what do you, uh, what do you think of Reg A or, or, or Reg G? What do you think about the, uh, uh, the, the camo limit? Oh, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. And I've been around this stuff for 20 years. Nobody cares. Be your best brand. Leave your audience wanting more. The truth bomb is this. In 2020, are we still going to be arguing about the difference between a bank and a credit union and, and why people don't know or what's the best way to let them know? Are you going to continue to say banks are bad when probably 80% of credit union member owners refer to their credit union as the bank? Is my mom half bad because she's a credit union member and a bank customer? And I think her car is financed through, uh, uh, what is it, Nissan? What, what is Nissan Motors? I mean, it's Nissan Finance Company. Is that a bank or a credit union? I don't even know, and I don't even care. 7% of the marketplace is what credit unions have, right? 7%. Nobody at CUNA is willing to answer the question, what will the market share be after two years of open your money further or open your eyes to a whatever? 
because they know it's not going to matter. They're content to like one another's tweets and comment on one another's social media posts because it avoids them from having to answer questions about results that have not been and will not be forthcoming. And that same liberal mindset that you will see in guys like Chris Morris and Tansley Stearns and all the folks up at Filene and elsewhere, the true believers that think there is a popular credit union movement, that Americans wake up every morning and their feet hit the ground and they say, gosh, I hope I can keep that tax-exempt status going for credit unions. They know it doesn't exist. But that liberal mindset is about honoring intentions. When open your eyes fails, I'll say, well, at least they tried. And we'll see all kinds of LinkedIn posts about the, the value of failure. You know, the truth is I would trust NAPQ on a national branding campaign. And you know why? Because they haven't failed at it yet the way CUNA has. But that's not NAPQ's game. They've displaced CUNA in a lot of places. They've disrupted them in a major way. And I understand why Dan's got to go after the banking trades. But listen, brother... Take a look around. You've got Jim Nussel's number. You've got Diana Dykstra's number. You've got Caroline's number, Caroline Willard's number. You should call her. Everyone else does. <laughs> Folks, do your best for your local audience. Nobody says, I'm going to open an account. I'm going to get in the car and drive a thousand miles out of the way to find a bank or a credit union. Locality trumped technology. Locality trumped the mobile app. Locality trumped the ATM and all the other alternative delivery channels that we've come up with in a generation. And we've got one of the biggest trades in the financial marketplace telling us that they're going to change it. They're going to make airplanes out of beef. And we're so smart. We're going to tell people to open your eyes to a credit union. And we're going to feel better about ourselves. Folks, truth bomb, open your eyes is an unqualified failure. Say it again. Hashtag unqualified failure, millennials, if that helps you understand it. And yes, open your eyes is a joke but almost as bad as the lack of credit union leadership in calling it such. You whine about, oh, it's the members' money. We're in the movement. And yet there's this huge trade, robbing your member owners and you blind. I've been sitting on a recording from the CFO of the Cornerstone League. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it maybe next week. The CFO of the Cornerstone Credit Union League saying, the money belongs to the credit unions, not the members. And we wonder why they're down almost a million dollars. We need some grown-ups in the room. We need some people to call out CUNA for their waste and their lack of stewardship. And it's just never forth. Hey, ABA, if you're listening, I know how you can beat credit unions. If they want to play the political game, I know exactly how you can beat them. And you can start by looking at their largest trade organization and how much money they've lost over the past few years and how the leadership of the credit union 
marketplace, CEOs and elsewhere, who believe that tax-exempt status is due to them just by course of habit have done nothing to correct it. Call me, email me, tweet me, let me know. I believe in the free market. I believe in entrepreneurs. I believe in brands. And I believe in calling out waste and fraud when it exists. And that's what CUNA is doing right now with Open Your Eyes. And the second largest fraud are the credit union leaders who don't call them out by name and say something about it. Advocacy, yes. Marketing and awareness. Just leave that to the individual financial institutions. CUNA, if you were any good at awareness, we wouldn't need this campaign as we close in on the year 2020. And if anybody from CUNA wants to come on the air and as a gentleman or a lady debate me, the mic is open. My name is Jason Dyes. You've been listening to The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, kind of an editorial version of the show today. Ask the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And until next week, I'll talk to you all next week.